mainstream media is dominated by the right and the left. The majority in the middle are left without a voice. You've reached the Conservative Hippie Podcast, a common sense look at life, the universe, and everything. Here's your host, Jay Frat, the Conservative Hippie. Oh my gosh. Anybody else have such a cluttered telegram that when you go to find the group and or uh, target you're looking for, it becomes so hard. I joined Telegram not very long ago, and I'm still getting used to this particular platform. And time and time again, I'll go into it these days, and I'll just have to scroll, 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 trying to find the group um, that I'm trying to find for certain information. It's become quite a haze. How is it that I added one more social media app to the list of my apps, and yet we should all be getting out of all of them? I don't know how that keeps happening. It's it's pernicious. But at least Telegram has some valuable tools associated with it in the fact that it's helping people get more involved in politics. At least that's um, what I have found uh, my biggest use of it is, uh, participating in political action groups, um, trying to help the country. So welcome in, and thank you for coming to the Hanging and Hippie uh, 717 every Wednesday for this live show. Uh, it's a participatory live show, so chime in whenever you want. As usual, I've got some items to start the show and get things underway. And as usual, this will be recorded and distributed on the Conservative Hippie podcast platform, where you can find it at theconservativehippie.com. Uh, So what I wanted to talk about today was lies, lies, and damn lies. Every once in a while, I think that we need to get our bearings. We need to uh, find our our still, our balance. I I think that most of the people that uh, listen to my show, most of the people I interact with, with would consider themselves truth seekers. And they've looked into history. They've looked into events, not just from an an official narrative, but uh, with an investigative lens, if you will, uh, to look at the raw data and not just the official report that was given. Because we live in such a strange world where we see people walking around with masks on outside, they're masking their children, and it's important once in a while to say, how did we get here? It's important once in a while to to look in the mirror and say, I'm not crazy, am I? And so it's important once in a while to catch your bearings, to look back, and to see all of the lies that have been dished out over decades that our government, we the people, this is our representatives, have put rubber stamps on lying to the public for whatever reasons that they had at the particular time. But they continue to be masked to this day. And to me, that all leads to what we're going through right now. Um, So I've got a couple. on. This is certainly not an exhaustive list. I just wanted to start this off to start the discussion. Uh, because the other day, uh, a friend of ours, Carissa, said that she had uh, original uh, film of the JFK assassination. One of her relatives was actually there. And so, you know, we were talking about the JFK assassination, and, and I said I watched the Zapruder film, 
And it looks like, no, actually, a friend of mine, Jeremy, said that he watched the Zapruder film and it looks like the driver shoots him. And I couldn't believe he said that because I've, I've seen that for years and I've never heard anybody say that out loud. So it was important to say, no, you're not crazy. Um, I watched it a few more times from the blood splatter. That looks like that's not the case. Like it might just be some strange anomaly with the film. But clearly, one shooter, no conspiracy, um, after all these years and all of those documents being hidden under classified seal, clearly something is going on, especially when JFK was so outspoken against the military-industrial complex and secret societies. The next one on my list that a lot of people don't know about is the USS Liberty attack. And that was a, an attack on the USS Liberty uh, executed by Israeli um, army and airplanes. And 34 U.S. soldiers were killed. 173 were wounded. It was during the Six-Day War, I think off the top of my head, in 1967 uh, between Israel and several Arab states. So why would they attack this ship? And what's strange and uh, the anomalies surrounding it is they had trouble communicating. Uh, everything was jammed. Uh, their ships were very clearly marked. So some would theorize that this was a false flag attack to get the U.S. Uh, to support um, Israel in the Six-Day War. And they ended up, I believe they ended up suing uh, members of the USS Liberty uh, received compensation from the state of Israel. But how many people know that the state of Israel actually attacked the United States of America in 1967? Not many. That leads me to uh, the church committee uh, in the 70s and what came out of that. Uh, one of the things that's affecting us very much to this day is what came out was Operation Mockingbird. Uh, through the CIA, and that was an operation to control uh, media and the messaging that came out of the media so that it was uh, washed and approved by our intelligence organizations. And you can see, even though it was exposed in the 70s, you can see it to this day when you see this revolving door on, say, let's just pick out CNN and MSNBC, and they've got this revolving door of CIA representatives that come on as pundits or as uh, uh, special uh, informed guests on their shows. And we all see that the media is controlled by, uh, in the 90s, I think it was six corporations. I think it's down to four um, nowadays. And everything just is washed and sanitized. Uh, you can you turn on the television and even Fox News, any of them, you, it, they just aren't giving you the facts on the ground. And what's interesting is now with social media, the raw data so you can glean information yourself is able to come through if you are willing to go and look for it, if you are open to it. But yet so many of our neighbors and our friends are still stuck within this uh, paradigm of the mainstream media uh, being the official stamped verified uh, news source. And it's it seems to really be hurting us and the very source of our division, even if they 
you know, say say constantly that they want to, they don't want such a divided country. When you just look at the things that they say versus the things that they suppress, um, they you could point the finger and say that they are the very source of our division in this country. Um, the next one up is the Iraq War. Um, how many people are old enough to remember the story about Iraqi soldiers? were taking babies out of incubators in Kuwait. It was a very powerful story. It even included testimony um, from a young girl, I think she was 16 years old, named Naraya. She gave congressional testimony um, to speak about these babies being taken out of incubators. But, as it turns out, uh, with the lens of uh, retrospective lens, it was all made up. It was all fabricated. It was a story. And Naraya was actually the daughter of a Kuwaiti ambassador to the U.S. So what a nice tear-jerking story to get the United States public on board for the United States going in and helping Kuwait out. Next one up, 9-11. This one, I, I try to talk to a lot of people about this because uh, for me, it seems very obvious uh, I'm a person that likes to question. I don't like I don't like it when questions are left unresolved or unanswered. And when you look at two planes and three towers that fell, uh, there's a lot to that that doesn't make sense. Um, and you look at Building Seven and how it fell, and the official storyline of why it why it fell. You know, the very first building and only building in history of its of that kind to fall free fall from an office fire. Uh, very strange. Also, if uh, if you've ever investigated or looked into the flight path of the plane that hit the Pentagon, a uh, nearly impossible flight path for a plane that size um, operated by someone who is amateurish and unskilled. And we don't even need to go and get into where the um, where the Saudi Arabians were training and who they were training with in Florida. Just a few unanswered questions are enough to say, wait, what's going on here? Even though we have an official government-sealed stamp of a report saying that that was the official narrative was what we were told from the 9-11 Commission. Um, and still, to this day, 20-plus years later, um, there are groups still fighting um, to get the truth out and to get the uh, questions answered regarding 9-11. So these, these conspiracies, as, as we are uh, led to believe, well, they, they're legitimate conspiracies, but these conspiracy theories that we are pigeonholed into being this group of, of crazies and loons that question the official narrative, but yet they don't ever go and answer. And now look at all the time that has gone by, 20-plus years later since 9-11 happened, and we still don't have the answers. Yet, what was it, 3,000 people died on that day due to those terrorist attacks? We need answers. And it's always puzzling uh, to me, and I'm sure you as well, that more people in the public don't stand up and fight for getting answers and for questioning the official narrative. Next one up, of course, that leads right into Iraq and weapons of mass destructions, WMD. They cooked up the evidence they wanted, and our three-letter officials were there to stamp it approved. 
And of course, once we got into Iraq, no weapons of mass destruction were found. Uh, that was a farce. And yet we have troops that remain there to this day. So once again, these official narratives that go as, as almost like um, content marketing uh, that are then sold to the uh, public uh, to just look away, don't worry about this, we've, we've got it, we've got all the evidence, and then the public never goes back and never forces the issue. Um, then the last one on my list uh, is the DNC hack. Um, that's in the news all the time uh, from the WikiLeaks uh, whistleblowing uh, uh, records from the DNC hack. It wasn't a hack. You are told it was a hack, but scientific evidence says otherwise. And where are uh, the veterans for, let's see, what is it, VIPs, uh, veteran intelligence um, officials uh, for truth or sanity or something like that. Uh, Ray McGovern is, is probably the, the guy I know most that's in that group. And they've been very outspoken saying through um, their statistical analysis and the evidence of the data rate um, on the upload that it couldn't have been a hack done over the internet. It had to be something directly downloaded at the source. And yet the lie just marches on. And we're now at a point in our country, I think, where people are getting fed up with all of these lies, and they're building and building and building for Gen Xers, or I like to say Gen Y, like myself, where we've seen it all our lives. And, and now the Trump uh, uh, election fraud happens, and they sweep that under the rug. They create a false flag situation so that you don't look over there. You look over here for January 6th, when we should be looking at November 4th all along. And I think you are like me, we're just fed up. And the root cause, people are finally starting to see that the root cause isn't necessarily the media, it's our elected officials. We keep electing these plastic smiles that are just brought in for us, these little show ponies that are just brought in and stood up and were only given two choices. And I think that more and more people are starting to get involved now. I know I'm getting very involved at a local level and my state level. And I'm very appreciative to uh, the Tory Says groups that are out there and these people that are starting to organize on Telegram to give a conduit of volunteerism and a conduit of better information to get involved. Uh, because we need more regular people uh, in Congress, in the Senate. So when these issues come up, uh, they aren't corrupted and blackmailed individuals looking at these items. They're regular folks with regular morals and good intentions and positive intentions um, that are helping make these decisions. So that's, that's where I was at to start, start off this hanging with hippie. I, I know I kind of left out the, the Trump big lie, which, you know, the media then says the big lie is the claims of fraud, or the big lie is actual the dismissal of all uh, fraud evidence. And more and more and more that's coming out, uh, whether it's Wisconsin or Pennsylvania or Arizona or Georgia. And doesn't it seem like the information is being suppressed and almost hidden behind a curtain? I don't know if that's uh, planned, if that's part of the media, if there's some sort of secret lawsuits going on. 
Um, but I know my friend Jeremy has pointed out that in Michigan, they've audited like three counties and they found all kinds of fuckery. And yet uh, it doesn't make the news headlines. It doesn't change a thing, even though we have enough states now with enough tangible evidence of voter fraud um, to contest the election or at least decertify. So there we go. Um, I, let me see. I haven't looked down to see who's in here. Oh, my friend Jeremy's in here. My friend Emily's in here. My friend Mike's in here. Hello to all. Oh, we have the very powerful Michelle Lords in the house running for Secretary of State in the fine state of Illinois, the corrupt state of Illinois. Maybe we can get a regular person into office. So that was kind of where I was going with this kind of precursor of all these lies, because I really feel like it's built up to this point where Gen Xers like me and Emily and perhaps Michelle are so fed up that we have to volunteer. We have to get involved um, because we just can't take it anymore. And it's so hard to wake up our friends and our neighbors. I know I see a couple people in here from Illinois, and I know it's like Washington State, where you literally see people putting masks on their five-year-old to walk down the street. And, and it's, I'm just out of breath trying to get people to understand, you know, they're trusting a company that's paid the largest fine in the history of the world for corrupt marketing practices related to your health. And that's Pfizer. I think it was $2.3 billion fine. And yet these are the people we're entrusting with our health. Um, I'm going to open it up. I do want to ask Michelle in particular. I want to ask how old she is, what steps it took to get her to run for Secretary of State for Illinois, and uh, tell her just to have her say a little bit about herself. This is a freewheeling uh, talk. If anybody wants to chime in and maybe talk about a lie that they discovered um, that, that really upset them and kind of uh, part of, was part of the progression of them waking up, um, please, please uh, join in and speak up. Michelle, do you have a, a microphone or a way to talk? Can you, can you tell us about yourself? Well, I am nice to meet everybody. I am 50 years old. I'll be 51 in April. And I've been on the police department for 26 years. So I know all about corruption. And I am born and raised in Chicago. And you know what? We always thought, well, that's just the way it is. You know, it's all who you know. You know, that's just how it is. It's always been that way. So I never really questioned it, you know. And then I found Tori and started listening to her. And for the past year... Um, we've been doing a lot of work in the Illinois group, you know, suing the governor. Um, I threatened the mayor, I mean, who's my boss, right? Yeah. Um, I told her, you know, I, what is with this mayor's covenant? I wrote to everybody in the city council telling them, you know, she's in a global mail, mayor's uh, covenant. And that is, we don't take orders from foreign nations. I was going on and on how I'm going to have her removed and they need to vote her out right now. And I told Lightfoot herself, I'm going to have her removed. <laughs> I'm just like, like one of those keyboard people. And then Tori's like, we need people to run. I'm like, Oh boy. I'm like, I'll do it. Screw it. I'll do it. And so it really didn't matter which one of us from Illinois, because um, I think MJ was going to run for secretary of state. And I think she's doing governor now. But secretary, I was doing senator, and, and so anyway, I ended up I ended up in the secretary of state spot. But it's it's any one of us, 
I just happen to be the face of it, but we all want to decertify. So let's just say, I kind of feel like the elections will be thrown out before we even get to 2022 election. Yeah. For some reason, I just, I feel like it's, everything's going to be okay, sort of. That's kind, of, that's, but, that's kind of the information that's coming down the wires, isn't it? There's a lot of, oh, I don't know, positive grumblings that are coming down like like any week now. There's going to be some oh, big, really? big news. Okay. All right. Well, that would be great. I, I just intuitively feel like we cannot have another election after 2020. I mean, why would any of us think we're going to get in on those machines? You know, so... Yeah. Um, so I, I just can't see the military, whoever's running things. I just can't see them allowing that. But so right now, my platform is to, I should say our platform for the group is to decertify the 2020 elections as, as things stand today. And then go to paper ballots, have a special election, and whoever won out of all of us, we'd all have to step down because things would be, have to be redone anyway. So then if we have a real election in 2022. Well, let me tell you about getting on the ballot first. Um, well, after this. Okay. So if we have a real election in 2022, then let's just say we win. My platform for the office of secretary of state. I don't know if you guys know this, but Illinois and Michigan are the only two secretary of state offices who have the department of motor vehicles under it, underneath it. The Illinois Secretary of State has 21 departments and 4,000 employees, to include the Capitol Police, which has four districts that's around the Capitol. The buildings belong to the Secretary of State. According to the Illinois State Constitution, the Secretary of State is supposed to be the keeper of the records. So I know that the and they make in revenue $2 billion a year. Wow. 1.2 billion they give to the toll road. So I'm thinking, I know what I see wrong, but my job, if I were elected, would be to ask the people, what do you think of this 2 billion? What do you think of the 1.2 going here? Would you like it to go there? Would you like it to go here? Would you like it to uh, feed the homeless? Would you like to have free licenses and free registration? Because we pay through the nose. So I think that should be a service. But if the people don't feel that way, then then I'm mandated by them. And also all those 21 departments, uh, the inspector general, everything falls under the secretary of state. If they want to keep it that way, well, then I keep it that way. Other than that, it's a pretty low key job. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just have to ask the people. That's all all. Any of us have to do is ask the people, right? Yes. Jake, Jake gave me that info. I was listening to him the other night. Uh, Jake Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to him the other night, and um, he he brought it forth that that you know to just say I don't a I don't need a platform because I do what the people want me to do. Although I already had ideas, but I thank him so much for you know I I just have to figure out a way to get to the people. Now I I do want to say something about getting on the ballot. Yes, please. I've, I've been calling the Board of Elections every day because I always have a question. None of us have any um, donations. We're not, we, we don't have lawyers. We, we, you know, we don't have anybody helping us. And that's okay. We don't have staff. So, but they're more than happy to help uh, at the Board of Elections. Well, the Board of Elections lady told me yesterday, she said, she was warning me as what she was doing. She said, just so you know, 
the candidates, the lawyers for the other candidates are going to challenge every single signature of yours until you drop out. And I said, oh, wow. And it's so hard to get signatures. I've been told to F off. I mean, it's just, oh my God. Yeah. You know, it's, so it's very difficult, but you know what? You just, if, I don't know why God wants me to do this. Maybe it's to give somebody else strength and he has no intention of putting me there. I don't know, but I'm going with it. So no, thank it's... you for asking. And if you guys have any questions about me, I'd be happy to answer. Yeah, it's it's commendable. You're It's absolutely commendable. Let, let me ask you, uh, as it relates to uh, kind of the theme of my show, uh, you said you're 50 years old, um, 50 or 51. I'm 48. Um, I think MJ's 44. So, you know, do you see... Like our generation, this Gen X, this Gen Y uh, generation, and and all the lies that we've visibly seen uh, throughout our life, do you see it as this culminating moment for our generation to step up and volunteer our service, um, or do you think I'm reading too much into that? Well, I happen. It's funny because we all kind of are in the same age group, even older. You know, even older than us like you know the people who were yeah oh definitely younger yeah i would say say about 20 years you know there's there's i I don't know if it's uh i don't know i i don't know if it's just our generation i don't know that well i'm not and i'm not saying just our generation but can you speak to you know how long how long you've uh young age witnessed and um kind of seen some of my whole life I've, i've witnessed corruption my whole life I, I, and especially, especially dead on the job. What's that? Dead oh, dead people have voted for years. I mean, in Chicago, our motto is vote early, vote often. <laughs> I don't know if you know. I've heard that since I was a kid. And, and vote early, vote often. And I mean, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah. And then we, all, we we just feel so defeated. And you can't speak truth to power here. So I just never did. I mind my own business. You know, you mind your, you learn to mind your own business. Yeah. Here. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, even Patrice, uh, I don't know if she's on the call, but she's going to be running for uh, treasurer in Illinois. And um, I'm like, well, I don't know if that, you know, we're just deciding who's running for what. And um, she's like, I don't know. You know, we were talking about her for governor and she's like, yeah, they'll eat me alive. Well, Patrice, they're going to eat all of us alive. My mom's afraid they're going to kill me. And my mom's not, (laughs) you know, my mom was also born and raised on the South Side. She's like, Michelle, they're going to kill you. I'm like, you know what, mom? I never had a chance to to serve because someone drilled it in my head that I had to go to college since I was five, you know, cause my mom didn't get to go. And, you know, so I, I had to go to college, had to pay for it myself, you know, we, my parents didn't have any money, but I said, so I never got the chance to serve. And that's the one regret that I have is I never served. So, you know, just let me do it. And, and if God, w- only God's will will be done. And if something happens to me, then it was meant to. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And my sister's not talking to me. So I don't have a lot of, of support, you know. My well, you know what? I've been her, her kids double vaxxed, you know. I'm friends with uh I'm friends with Emily and I've been just thoroughly impressed with the Illinois um your TS group in Illinois and what you guys are doing and how you're meeting and um the impact you're making and you said something there where where whatever happens happens you you could be um, just this uh, light of inspiration for others and I want to tell you you are and and I thank you for that um, tell me did you get tele are you like me did you get telegram just to follow Tori says 
no, I did follow her on Twitter, but I wasn't like totally into her yet when I got kicked off. I got kicked off with a big slew of people. Okay. You know, when, when everybody was getting kicked off, that's when I got kicked off okay. of Twitter. And you Kinda went before the election, I think, or after, I don't know, like around that time. And I was in the red stringers. I was following that. We, the media and all those guys, mm-hmm. I E T all them. And the, those are the red stringers. Tori told us all about them. And I had no idea. I would have been still sitting on the couch, yeah. you know, doing nothing. So it's Tori who was the inspiration for, for me. And, um, she just makes you, there's something about her where she, you know, She's so average yet so special at the same time. You know, she like she's so human and so special and she makes us feel like like we can you know, like we can do. I got I'm stuttering. I'm just getting so uh emotional, but you know, she she just like um put something into my heart where and then plus she was pretty slick the way she did this. She got us all to be down in the dirt together in the Illinois group. So we've been foying, we've been getting shit shoved in our faces, we've been having our lawsuits thrown out, we've been da da da. I mean, we've all been like through it together. So I feel like these people are family. And then she said, You guys gotta run. Yeah. Well, at that point, I look around and I'm like, these people are my family, you know, let let's do it. And so there's probably about eight of us who are are going to do it. I just think it's amazing. Uh, definitely an inspirational tale. And you guys are some of the first. And the way I see this, um, if these if these groups can continue sp- sp- sprouting up and connecting, it will create a mesh network across the country, and people will be able to share marketing. You'll be able to share the message. And you remember that video, I keep talking about this, but that video she showed where somebody was dancing alone, and then a couple people joined, and a couple more people joined, and then everybody was dancing and and jumping up and down. You are one of those first people out there looking like the crazy person, you know, this citizen volunteer, volunteering for service. Well, more are coming. Um, And and I agree uh, with Tori. Um, It doesn't matter what anybody says about her. You cannot take away the fact that she is almost like a college professor. And every every show... uh, can almost be like a lesson plan. She's sharing so much information that she um, collates from from out on the internet and from herself uh, that it's it's an amazing education just to follow her show. You're not following a pundit. You're following somebody who smokes and knows things, and they're willing to share. And um, I've been very inspired by her as well. So you know, you're not alone. And and the more we all speak up, perhaps then more uh, will people come along and join in and it'll make that neuro mesh network that we're trying to build. It'll make that stronger and it'll give it more connections. Um, and I'm, I'm trying. Oh, yes, sure. You know, I, I just wanted to say that um, I feel like, you know, it's a little late for people to want to get up in Illinois and get on onto the ballot because they require, we need 3,250 signatures and we have till March 1st to get them, you know, and it's, it's so hard. But I think that after this, when they say, oh my gosh, Emily's the governor, wait, I'm, I'm a nurse or I'm a, I'm a mom. I, I'm going to do it next. You know, it, you know, I think maybe for 2024, right. 
Because isn't it getting kind of late for people to? I, I keep hearing jump that. Up? I keep hearing that, but I'm telling you, I don't think that's many signatures for highly motivated people. And that's 30 days. Just just break it down. Oh my god! How many... I was crying. I, I went to the bar. I went to. They were having a Grateful Dead uh, tribute band near my house. And I said, "We're going to Bourbon Street Friday, Jim." So I get get out of the house. I don't go out much, but I get out. I'm going. I'm like, "Hi, I'm Michelle Turney." Blah 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 you're at the wrong table. These people, five people, like, oh my God. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I mean, uh, you know, like the, the, the machines were not, um, they, they weren't certified in time and that, that makes the election invalid. You're at the wrong table. The bitch says to me again. So then I go, okay, so I'm South side. Right. I mean, I'm like, yeah. you know what? You're in the wrong neighborhood. And then I'm like, you know what? Well, then I, of course, after I walked away, I start crying to my husband. I'm like, this is terrible. And I just have to watch my mouth and I have to get thicker skin. It's just very hard. Yeah. You know, you know, with my job, nothing was personal. Someone said something about my mother or they're going to do this to me or whatever. You know, if I was locking somebody up, that's okay. It's not personal. They just don't want to go to jail. I get it. It's all right. Or they're on drugs or whatever. But this felt personal to me, you know, because it, it is personal because it's coming from my heart. So it's very if I was locking somebody up, I was just doing my job. You know what I mean? Or yeah. trying to protect somebody else. It's very different being the one to try to speak and almost sell your, yourself, you yes. know, for a signature or like a piece of your heart. And it's really, really hard for me, you guys. So it, I'll remember you guys in my prayers. If, if, if you do the same, I'm out of my comfort zone. Absolutely. I hope, I hope you find this, you. you're on a mission and I hope, that you find the strength with the group that surrounds you. Don't forget about your family that's there with you. Um, and don't don't be dismayed if you have a tough day because uh, tomorrow might be uh, a triumph. And just, yes. just keep pushing because we need more regular people um, going into these uh, spots, these offices. Um, to take our to take our country back, to take our government back, to to participate, average citizens participating and getting these plastic smiles and these hoisted candidates um, out of here, uh, and and that's it's just so important. Um, does anybody else have a have a story of a lie uh, that they were told through official narrative um, that woke them up a bit um, and sent them down this path, or uh, perhaps? Uh, Michelle's talking about, and I, I deal with it every day. We're in Illinois. I'm in Washington State, where it just seems like the neighbors they, they've become firmly entrenched. These people that are putting masks on children and and getting their children vaccinated is so strange that the the information is right there. It's not hard to get, and yet they look away from that information and they just feed at the trough of the mockingbird media. You know, any weekly, I'll, I will continue to ask for any tips, tips and tricks on helping people see the truth, um, helping people take the step to just look at the raw data. It's not hard. You don't have to be a college graduate to see the raw data that's out there and to put two and two together and get four. Uh, it seems like the media is constantly changing two and two to three to five. Maybe it's six the next week. Um, and it's and it's very difficult. Does anybody else have a story um, of a lie that they saw? Uh, let everybody in I see Mike is in here and Dawn, and I know we had uh, 
Uh, Trent in here. It looks like he's left. MJ is probably hanging out with her family. Nope, there she is. I don't know if her microphone is on. And I think, uh, isn't pshht, isn't that a person that's a part of your Illinois group? I remember her, him from last week. I believe so. I'm still putting screen names with actual people. Isn't that fun to like see people in real life and then have <laughs> to remember their screen name from Telegram? I had, uh, when I went to, uh, volunteer uh, protest for join the suit i had people say um well who are you and i said oh i'm jay fratton and they, and they were like no what's your what's your telegram and it was like oh well why does that matter i'm jay frat here i am uh, and it just so happens i'm lucky uh jay frat happens to be my username too how are, how are you doing uh mj uh michelle is out there throwing you under the bus uh, have you made any official decisions? Uh, I know you just came out of your Tory says um, group meeting today. Um, how was that? Tell us a little bit about where you stand, where you sit, where your level of fear versus desire is. Well, uh, considering I was unanimous, unanimously voted in by my group today to run, which I'm flattered. Um, you know, Michelle's right. It's scary as all hell but you have to be an example for other people and what I did see in Texas when I was there was so much enthusiasm for the country and um the patriotism was like amazing and we just need to somehow rally that energy into Illinois um because like Michelle said it's rough here but split split what is it 600 each Michelle signatures it broke down to we need 660 each um yeah 660 each and um we need to get even more than that because of what that lady said yeah and, and all those lawyers yeah. and, and I want to help you from someone scaring you like that if you guys are diligent about getting legitimate signatures they can't challenge them they they will be they will be verified and they will stand on their own merits, those signatures. So, so don't, all right, I got something to say for that though. Yep. All right. So, all right. So, so Illinois, the board of elections tells me, I said, well, she's after she said that about the, the signatures, I called the next day and I'm like, um, well, how do I get those voter rolls so that I can verify the addresses? She said in the signatures. She said, "Well, you can't ver." Or the guy said, "You can't verify the signatures. You need to come down to Springfield, which is like three and a half, four hours away from me, to verify the signatures in Springfield. But you can verify the addresses and the voters' names." I said, "Okay. Well, I would like the the voter rolls, please." And they're five hundred bucks. You know, I checked online, and and um, they said, "Well, you need a pack." I said, I don't have a pack. I, you know, I'm just myself because the other candidates haven't come out yet. Yeah. And so I said, no, it's just me. I don't have a pack. Well, you have to have a pack. And I said, okay, well, then I'll start a pack. So I went, got a pack, set, you know, filled out the shit for a pack, did that, sent it in, FedExed it. Everything's good, right? Did you get my thing for the pack? Yes, we got your, your pack. Okay. Well, I'd like the voter rolls, please. <laughs> okay. Then, then they said, no. You need to have five hundred dollars come out of your PAC account. Oh my! I said I'm not taking any donations. Why do I have to have a bank account for this? Oh, it was just. And it, I'm like, okay, fine. So yesterday I was at the bank, and I have to tell you this. I was telling the bank lady. I said, "Oh my gosh!" I said, "I just signed my name three different times." 
How are, is anybody, when I'm at their door, giving me their real signature or when they're in the bar or going in the grocery store where I've been getting them, you know, how, how are they giving me the signature? How is it going to match? It's not going to, I personally signed three different times, different ways. Sometimes people, They're not going to match. I'm telling you. I mean, okay. I could defend that they won't match, but. Well, you know what? I I, I want to send some positivity your way. Don't be dismayed. You're, you're going to have good signatures from real people. <clears throat> 660 between all of you is very doable. And, and if you need to get to 750 each, um, that's very doable. So I'm I'm sending some positive vibes your way that, that you'll get through that. Now, and just to be clear, when you say PAC, you're talking about a political action committee? Oh yes, I have a pack. So when and it's called "We the We the People" from Michelle Turney. <laughs> so so how insane is that? That nowadays you have to have a political action committee to get on a ballot. I mean that's 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 upside down, isn't it? That is just crazy. <laughs> right. Well, I said to that one lady, I go, yeah, she wasn't a nice one because I get somebody different every time I call, right? So I get this this lady, and I go, yeah, I go, well, that's going to change when we get in. Because she was giving me a hard time. I go, that's going to change when we get in. She goes, the Secretary of State has no jurisdiction over the Board of Elections. And I'm like, well, Secretary of State can decertify and, and blow the machines up, and that's what I'm going to do. Nice. Well, are we the only state that requires signatures? Because I know Texas doesn't. I mean, they're, the red tape to get through, at least in Illinois, is ridiculous. Well, Tori so. said she needed 1,000 total. Yeah, we I need 3250 I, th- I think that most states do require signatures. Uh, let, let me ask you this. Uh, since you guys were organizing today, are you guys going to try to take over the Republican Party and go through the Republican Party? Are you going to run as independents? Uh, how are you going to do that? Well, if we ran as independents, we'd have to get about 27,000 signatures. So we are sort of, again, red taped, forced to run as a Republican Party in Illinois. Well, I think, you know what? I think that's the best way to go about it. Um, Trump... Trump gave that model of uh, going through, bursting through, and taking over the Republican Party. It wasn't possible for the Democratic Party because it's so corrupt. Um, but he was he was able to thread the needle and burst through uh, with the Republican Party. So, and I, I like that method of going about it as well. Uh, I'm worried um, whether we have special elections or we have 2022 elections. I'd be worried about too many independent candidates um, taking away votes. Uh, from Republican candidates, and I, I'd be worried well, it's about also, that. It's also a good, you know, way to answer the question because you know, if you ask someone to sign their name and you're running as a Republican, they say, "Well, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. You know, why aren't you just running independent?" Well, it's just another way to prove how corrupt we are. Well, I would if I didn't have to get what ten times more of the signatures than I than I do. It's impossible. They make it impossible. They make it absolutely almost <laughs> impossible to run unless you've got a lot of money and you're just born and bred into it, I guess. Okay. Have you guys um, have you guys discussed how you're going to go about getting the signatures? Are you getting organized in terms of uh, going out and starting to collect? Because if I'm not mistaken, you don't have much time. You have till early, uh, March 1st is what I heard. Is that correct? Yep. Um, that's what we discussed tonight. We just were brainstorming and uh, we talked about rallies. We know a couple people that uh, organize 
some rallies here. So I'm going to make those contacts. Um, door to do, some door to door things, some hit up some local businesses. Um, you know, everyone's just going to have to get out on the streets, grassroots, That's circle right. back, That's get right. on foot. That's right. I wish you guys the best of luck. What an adventure you're on. You guys are heroes. Um, such great examples of patriotism and service uh, because I very much see this. I know none of you are the type to run, but uh, something's changed in our country, and I think you guys are volunteering for service, and um, it's commendable. And I just, you know, I can't. Well, let, me, let me say this. Jay, if, if I may, <laughs> um, we talked today, Michelle, about how important it is to come up with some sort of outside the box mission statement or um, slogan, right? So we were brainstorming, but I don't know who thought of it or if it was Mr. Mr. Mike Kinney that uh, brought it up or maybe you did, Michelle. Um, Jay, if, I think we're going to stop saying that we're running for office and that we're volunteering for office. And when we talk about slogans, I think that might be a good thing Absolutely. to say is we're not, we're not running for office. We're volunteering for office. We're not taking paid positions. We're not running for anything. We're just going to volunteer ourselves for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's the, that's the best way to go about it. You are volu run, volunteering for service. Well, if I don't, I, I will need the insurance if I leave, if I separate from my job. So I'll have to like actually well, <laughs> take the benefits. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I could do on my paycheck, but I mean, I, yeah, could, I, still do, I could make do, but I, I don't have any other insurance. You know, I carry the insurance. So I would definitely need to actually take the insurance. So that's fine. We'll, we'll put an asterisk there, except for insurance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and, and there's nothing wrong with drawing the salary. It's just the, to get the point across. the The idea for that that I've had is is instead of running, you're not running for a career. You're volunteering for service, and and so oh, it was you, Jay. With that, <laughs> you said that. With, yeah. With that, you could say, you know, and I'll be done, and I'll be done after one term, and pass the baton to the next service person volunteering for service and i i really think that's that's the way it was meant to be it's just all our lives we've seen these politicians and you and you say to yourself well what have they ever done and it's like they were just born in to be a politician it's very strange that we allowed this to happen it's our faults we need to take responsibility and i'm just i can't say enough of how proud i am of you guys for stepping up and volunteering it's it's just so commendable well, I, I don't know that we could, we'd have to have a meeting about that because I don't know the financial position of the other candidates. So I, I wouldn't say volunteering yet. No, what, what I mean you know what is I'm you're, volu you're volunteering. Call, they would call bullshit on that so fast in Chicago. Hang on, Michelle. Oh, you're taking, but you know. It's not, it's not volunteering for service. You're volunteering your time. It's not, it doesn't have to do with like what, what salary you're taking when you, when you win and take office. I'm saying you are stepping up and volunteering for service. You're not running to be a politician. You're not running uh, to be that. That That's all I'm saying about that. I think they're- Well, think they're, about it. We don't have committee men. We don't have committee men, right? So we're volunteering our time to hit the streets, right? We're volunteering our time with our children, right? We're not going to campaign like normal normal politicians we're not taking any money right so that in itself is volunteering like you said hey. your service your service yes speak for yourself mj i have a pick <laughs> and, a, and an account and an account with a zero balance 
That's right. Watch out. Hey, hey, however we got to do it, right, Michelle, as long as we do it, the moral way with good intentions, we can't lose. Watch out, Illinois. Michelle Lords has a political action committee. Michelle Lords coming. We the people for Michelle Turney. I died when I looked at the, I'll post it on the on MJ's page. I died when I looked at the money order. I'm like, this is hilarious. My, my husband and I have been having a blast. I mean, I told you about all the crying and then the lady down there and all that, but we honestly, we've just been laughing because we have no idea. I, I just, I just let God lead me and I just do whatever I think I'm supposed to do that day. I, I never in a million years thought I'd be on a call talking about myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, again. With other candidates. Very, very commendable. Very commendable. All right. Uh, we're, I'm about to wrap up the show. We got to meet um, the, uh, the enigmatic um, and strong Michelle running for Secretary of State in Illinois. We got to hear that perhaps MJ is at a 9.5 in her mission to be governor of Illinois. I, I like that. I like that we're continuing to go up the meter. We'll be at 10. We'll be at 10 soon. And uh, does anybody else have any stories about how I got into this, about how we need to balance ourselves, see all the lies that we've learned all our lives, and this is why we are at this position we are right now, uh, because the previous generation uh, didn't do anything about it, and it's just continued and continued. And it seems like Trump, uh, whether you love him, hate him, kind of like him, he has been this lightning rod. He has been the grenade in the room um, that is uh, getting us all to, to perk up um, and participate. And then he's got soldiers, warriors, like Tori says, uh, out there leading us on the front lines, showing us the way and uh, uh, paving a path. And um, it's, it's just amazing to be here with these amazing women uh, in Illinois, I would love to start adding more uh, states. We had Jake from Texas. Um, we've been talking with the the ladies from Illinois. You know, wouldn't it be wonderful if if this if this hanging were hippie were every week it was just taken over by candidates um, that are volunteering across the country, each state at a time. Um, so maybe maybe that'll be my mission. Maybe I'll go and try to find some volunteers that want to come on next week. Um, and it'll just become a, a weekly uh, volunteer service meeting uh, of, of candidates uh, that are running. You know, Jay, we have Mike in here from our group. He's just kind of quiet. The lady's kind of, you know. Yes, yes. I, I'm sorry over. to forget Mike. Okay. And he's he's running. Mike, what are you running yeah. for again? I'm running for state comptroller. Ooh, comptroller. I like it. So we've got so. we've got a treasurer, a secretary of state. Uh, a comptroller and a governor, all from the Tory says group. Yeah, and at sixty-one, I am representing uh, boomers. I don't know. I don't know. I think sixty-one, boy, you're on the cusp. We're going to claim you, Mike. Yeah, I'm right on the edge. I think. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, I am the official spokesman for Gen Z, Gen X, even though I consider myself Gen Y. And a trade was made. Uh, you were gathered up, and you are a Gen X. So you can go ahead and just consider yourselves okay. uh, our brethren. And I think those of us in like Washington and Illinois, since we're so deep behind enemy lines we are the ones forged by fire so when we go to our meetings there's no drama or politics even though every one of us in that meeting is capable of being a really good leader 
we're just focused on our mission that's, and that's so important that's so that's a great point and and i've seen and it things are changing so rapidly that if tory and trump want us to run you know i'm going to run and maybe there are things behind the scenes that we don't know about maybe it's just our setting the first example and feeling that will help the others come behind us but i feel we just have to keep pushing and doing that's commendable that's amazing um absolutely well said mike well said absolutely um does anybody else have anything they'd like to say before we end uh tonight's hanging with hippie uh, the weekly every seven at seven seventeen, um, and I'm trying to put out a podcast in between. Um, so putting the the conservative hippie um, content out, um, talking with um, candidates. It looks like I might have a one on one interview. I've got calls in with uh, John here to help in Maryland running for Senate. I've got uh, a request in with Jake Armstrong down in Texas for the seventeenth. And um, I'm always looking for people that are on the cutting edge of uh, volunteering and whistleblowing. Well, I want to thank you too, Jay, for um, for all you've done and just right now being the glue that's holding all of these groups together for us because, um, you know, we need a voice too that's looking from a 40,000 foot view. Absolutely. And when you guys become big time, when Tori is so impressed with the uh, Illinois TS group, um, maybe I'll put some uh, feelers out through you guys to get a one-on-one -on -one interview with Tori, because um, I I sure I sure have a lot of questions, and I know a lot of regular people have a lot of questions of Tori. Um, she's such an amazing person. Um, someone Mike said forged by fire. Um, wow, a, a swamp monster that emerged from the swamp to become some sort of uh, warrior hero for the people. It's it's kind of an amazing tale. I would like to hear more more about it uh, through open questions. Well, we support you on that. Or I do. Yeah, sure. definitely. And thank you so very much. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, I thanks for everybody joining in. If uh, if if somebody had Don, if you were trying to speak, go ahead. I, I did. I just had a quick question for Michelle. Um, I'm not. I live about an hour and a half south of Chicago, so I haven't been able to attend any of your meetings up there. I've got some physical issues. But as far as you gathering signatures, do you have to physically be there to gather signatures? signatures or can other people get signatures for you how does that work well anybody can get signatures for us they just have okay. to witness the people writing it you know it, it's okay as long as our names are on the top yeah okay yeah it doesn't oh, matter we may be having a, a local rally down here just a bunch of patriots down here in the area that um so that may be something i'm we're, I'm working on putting together and there's one gal that has a mass of groups down here. She's just a regular person. And if I find out a specific date on that, I'll try to get a hold of you and 
Maybe you could swing down my way. I don't know. No, listen, listen. But... I'm going to interrupt yeah, right now. Down. This is what I want. I want you guys to DM each other right now yeah. after the show. DM each other because, Don, that's amazing. They need help getting signatures. You're volunteering. Um, they will get you the PDF to print out to get their names at the top and the official format and all that. Um, that way to go, Don. And Michelle, you don't don't let Don's volunteering uh, go by the wayside. Um, take her up on that. I, I, you guys DM each other right now. This is how it's done. This is great. This is for me. This is the best moment of the show uh, so far. Is um, just bringing actual action to manifest. How how wonderful! Well, is that? that's why MJ called you the glue. I, I'm just down here in the sticks, and I don't know my way around any part of Chicago up north at all. I've lived here my whole life and rarely travel there. You know, so. you know what, Don? Uh, it's the job of the uh, of the candidate to make the volunteers' life easy. I'm telling you, they're going to get you uh, the what you need in PDF form. Uh, they might even sounds like there's enough time. They might even mail you some uh, of the documents, and uh, you go out there and get those signatures. And what what you can basically by doing that, you will be instilling your part in this. So when they go, you'll be able to say, "Yeah, that's me. They're they're representing me right there." Um, how wonderful is that? Way to go! Thank you for speaking up. Yep, we'll be there. I'm sure a few of us will be there. As soon as I get the dates and that, I'll pass that along as well. And I'll DM you, Michelle, and get you my contact information as well. Thank you. God bless you, Don. Oh, no problem. And then the other thing that uh, I'd just like to end with in this past week, um, I've seen just evidence of uh, what I call drama circle jerks. And I've seen infiltration within the Tory says groups. And I just want to say, don't be afraid of it. Um, it's just drama. Like Mike said, he's so proud of how everyone gets along and there could be one leader. Uh, it's like one leader one day, another leader the next. Just ignore any drama that comes along, forge ahead and uh, just block it out. Uh, only allow positivity into your space. So if anybody's out there listening um, and they've heard this podcast for the first time, uh, come on Telegram, come on Tori Says, ask people. Everybody's really nice. They'll direct you to your state group. Um, there'll be people there. There might only be three. Maybe there'll be 300. But there is a place for you, uh, a place for you to volunteer, a place for you to help um, take our country back and volunteer your service um, to make things right again um, and, and right all these wrongs um, that have been perpetrated upon us for years and years and years. We've got a lot of work to do. Thank you, everybody, for being a part of this uh, Wednesday night chat. It really is probably the, my favorite part of today, and I really care about everybody. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. God Thank bless you. you. Let's be friends. We're all on this cosmic spaceship together. Subscribe and share the Conservative Hippie Podcast. Visit our sponsors, SmokeAndJays.com. Everything for your smoke and lifestyle. StonerHoroscopes.com. Adora Zen dishes cosmic vibes for the stoner at heart. KickFromTheSpot.com. Soccer is American.